to episode 91 of the Checkpoint Done Podcast. It's the 7th of April, 2019, and I'm Darren, and joining me as always is Terry. What, Guan? Uh, morning. <laughs> <laughs> morning, Darren, you all right? Yeah, not bad. A nice little God. cheeky Sunday morning record. You know what? I like these. I, li- I like these little bursts of energy on a Sunday morning. Yeah. Um, well, I've had a very different weekend to what I normally have, uh, and that's why we're able to record on a Sunday morning. Because normally you're like out doing like running and like healthy shit, right? Yeah. So uh, I'll I'll keep it away from the running talk. But um, this this coming weekend, I will be running my first ultra marathon. Yeah. Yeah. Two thirty miles back to back. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we're now on the taper. So I I I've been doing a fair amount of running recently. So I thought, you know what, I'm going to give myself the weekend off. Why not? And it's been it's it's been interesting. I got up and I played some games, Terry, and I watched some stuff. And uh, I had my, my weekend felt like about eight hours longer. <laughs> Next, you'll be saying that you'll be drinking, and then that'll just be like, oh god, old Darren's back. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> running malarkey. <laughs> oh yeah, but how like it's different. But how good does it feel? Or, or to the point, how foreign does it feel that you that you're able to do that? It felt odd. Um, so normally Saturday morning I've I've got everything inside of the bed and I'll just throw it on I'll I'll just head out and go out for a couple of hours mm. and then I'll either do the same on a Sunday morning or I'll, I'll do something on a Sunday. Uh, it was just very weird, kind of waking up and thinking, ah, what do I do with myself? As so I went out a shower, I'm like, eh, I'll go play some games. I'm like, eh, it's like it's like nine o'clock in the morning. I'm playing games on a Saturday. <laughs> this is very weird. I remember these days. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. A bit bizarre, but. Um, Enjoying yeah. it, I, I feel a bit of a spare part. If I'm, if I'm perfectly honest, I'm, I'm guessing. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm assuming because you, you're so used to getting stuff done and yeah. out and about and all that sort of stuff that you kind of feel like. So this is the thing, and then you look at the clock and it's probably like eleven o'clock, and you're like, "Wow, it feels like it's been forever." I've been playing games. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> um, but yeah, but it's busy next weekend, going to the Isle of Arran, doing a couple of laps around that place. And uh, yeah, that's going to be interesting. Looking fun, looking forward to everything. It's going to be awesome. And, and Oh, yeah, shit. yeah, yeah. It's, it's going to be an amazing experience. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he says with tears in his eyes. Yeah, I, I can run 60 miles. That's fine. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, Fuck. we'll soon find out anyway. Yeah. Uh, apart from that, apart from the running and prep and stuff like that, I've not really done anything else. Um, no. Yeah. Uh, what about yourself? Um, I don't know. I can't remember if I mentioned on the last episode that the uh, the car was in uh, for the MOT. Oh, mm. it was going in for its MOT. Failed sure. spectacularly. Um, everything just failed on it. It was like last year we got an advisory on something, mm. uh, and it was the like the front ball joint. And yeah. Then okay. And then all of a sudden, it was, um, yeah, everything's fucked. Um, yeah, axles are going, everything's fucked. Yeah, you, 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 it's probably not worth repairing it. And it's like, for fuck's sake, I rely on this fucking thing to get to work. Long story short, we've ended up having to get a new car. Ouch. Uh, it wasn't bad. It was 1,500 quid for, it's a Renault Laguna 2008. Okay. Um, it's a nice car. It's a big car. Mm-hmm. It's a nice car. I'm not used to driving big cars, but I'm slowly getting used to driving a big car. Mm. Um, but yeah, I'm not used to like all the mod cons that like a, a a newer car comes with. And I know it's still 11 years old, but it's a newer car to me. Sure, yeah. 
It's got a cup holder and everything. That's the only thing I care about. Mm. It's got a cup holder. I can take coffee with me to work and not spill it everywhere. Um, but yeah, that was a thing. I've had this really annoying thing where for the past couple of weeks I've not been able to sleep at all. Oh. Um, okay. I, I, I find I'm waking up at like half two in the morning, like on the dot. Okay. And I cannot sleep. I'll get back to sleep for a long time. My nose is, as you could probably hear, my nose is bunged up and I, I can't breathe properly and it's doing my head in. Hmm. Like, laying in bed last night, I thought, right, I'm going to get some sleep. We're recording in the morning, feel good. Next time I look at the clock, it's it's like 20 to 2 and I'm like, I just want to go to sleep now. Uh, and it, it carried on like that through the rest of the night. Fantastic. Um, So I'm operating on maybe about two hours sleep. I'm not so sure. I don't even think I got two hours. So that's a thing. Um, Amazing. Work, yeah, work is, is a thing and continues to be a thing. Um, and yeah, other than that, it's been... I've been in a really weird headspace, which I, I, I won't get into on the podcast. Um, but yeah, I've been in a bit of a weird headspace over the past couple of weeks and uh, maybe that's got something to do with some of the stuff i've just mentioned but uh but yeah so it's it's been a weird couple of weeks but uh I've, I've made it through i've made it through go you on no sleep Wah. so tired so i expect a very lively <laughs> podcast <laughs> <laughs> i'm being lively i did say you weren't ish i don't know if you hear me snoring throughout the podcast don't be surprised beats nose whistles indeed <laughs> So anyway, that's stuff we've done or not done. Terry, let's discuss what we've played. Okay. Terry, talk to me. What have you been playing, apart from the usual? So, other than the usual shit, um, only one other thing, uh, if, we, if we're going to cut it down to that. Um, so, we have EA Access. As a part of that, we have Battlefield Five. Um, as a part of that, they also announced that their new Battle Royale uh, Firestorm had come out so I thought you know what I'll give that a go see what that's like mm. guess what Darren is it a battle royale in the battlefield universe yeah y- that's yeah. it <laughs> <laughs> no it's it's not a bad battle royale it's um, it, it's it's not bad I, I've played a couple games uh, uh, with a mate and then played some solo games but uh, I, I, if the the controls for Battlefield feel very swimmy, um, sure, uh, yeah, yeah, and it doesn't feel tight in the sense that I feel like I, I could get good shots on people. Don't get me wrong, I've I've, I've killed a few folk, um, but it's one of those where I just feel like it was either through sheer luck or they were just really shit. Yeah, sure. Um, so it's one of those where I don't feel like my skills are, are really attuned to that. I don't know. Again, it, it's been a difficult one. I mean, we'll we'll get into it when like. We get into what we've watched, but I've been watching more stuff. I, I've gone to. I feel like I've been playing stuff for the sake of playing stuff. Sure. If, okay. if you know what I mean, it's. I, I'm not going to say funk. I've just not been in the mood to play anything, so I've just been kind of defaulting to my normal shit. I, I think the problem is, is I'm just looking for something that's. I don't know. I'm looking for like a first-person shooter that's really bright and vibrant and silly and and all that sort of stuff. And there's just. I don't know. There's just nothing out there at the moment, I don't think. Hmm. But what, you've been playing, Darren? So, Terry, I've been good this year. I've uh, I've not purchased a game. Um, uh, to be fair, I've been busy with other stuff, but I've still not purchased a game. Running, that by any chance? 
Uh, yeah. Uh, that was until there was this little event that we sat and watched. Uh, something, 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 Borderlands, something, something. Something colourful first-person shooter, something, something. Yeah, and all of a sudden magic. my wallet went. <laughs> <laughs> it was a magic show in, in, in many senses of the word. It was. Um, I love Randy. He's, he's an absolute nut. Um, everybody's there, massive, massive hyped for Borderlands 3, <laughs> and he sits there and does a magic show for 10 minutes. What a hero. <laughs> and that was just to announce a card game. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, I know. What a hero. Um, but Ian, a couple of big announcements. There was Borderlands 3, which everybody assumed it was going to be a thing. Mm. Um, there'd been rumours for Borderlands 1 remaster. Um, and also the, a little surprise of a 4K HDR patch for Borderlands 2 and pre-sequel. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I already own Borderlands 2, um, so it was nice to get that patch. Uh, Borderlands 1, I've now bought that. Nice. Looking forward to going through, back through that. Um, bought Borderlands VR. Hell yeah, because they announced um, all DLC was coming to that for free. Indeedy. Um, and also the added awesome. aim support. As well, um, so uh, I can't get my hands on a cheap aim controller, but that would be special. Could you get a third party one? Um, don't know. Maybe. I haven't really looked into that, uh, but possibly yeah. Um, so I dropped on that, and also pre-ordered Borderlands Three as well. Good God! Yeah. So not only have you gone all this time without, but you've really gone and like opened that wallet up and splurged. All Borderlands, all the time. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's good. I mean, I've, I've had a quick go at the Borderlands 2 with a 4K patch, and that looks stunning. Mm. Um, I've had a look at Borderlands 1. Okay. Um, that looks absolutely amazing. Um, uh, to be fair, I've always had Borderlands 1 on the PC, um, or Mac, should we say, and <laughs> I always run that on ultra detail. And this, I feel, now matches what the PC looks like. Okay. I did see that they they were saying that the... Is it the Steam version? If you've got Borderlands Game of the Year edition for PC, you get the update for free? No, no, no. So if you have the base version of Borderlands 1, right, um, that's now been upgraded to the Game of the Year edition, Ah, giving you all the DLC for free. Ah, sweet. Okay. Yeah, so... um, But but again, they've they've patched all that. uh, So everything looks stunning Mm. uh, for... What a 10, 11 year old game. It yeah. looks it looks really good, Terry. Nice. And plays I mean, I, I do love my Borderlands and it plays really, really well. I mean Borderlands is a good game. It really is. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Uh played a played a little bit of Borderlands 2 VR. Uh, I can last about an hour at a time without throwing up. <laughs> um, so bring an endorsement for that game. <laughs> <laughs> well no, because because I've turned off all the comfort settings. Because I wanted it to play more like the original game, as opposed to using like the teleport and the um, turning at forty-five degree angles. Mm. Um, but that's taking a little bit of getting used to. It's making the stomach go. I can imagine some of those because some of those fights get really hectic. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I can imagine that just would not work at all. Well, so they put a little um, a special button in there, so you've got like an extra power, almost like a bullet time. Uh, so you hit a button and you can get, initially it's about 10 seconds, it just slows everything down and you move at normal pace. Right, okay. So that's not uh, too bad then. No, and I think they've integrated that into the skill trees as well, so you can potentially improve that. Right. So, 
but yeah, yeah, it's very good. Just looking around the 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 place that I'm very familiar with, uh, like Liarsburg and and even even Claptrap's home. Uh, just looking around that in 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 VR, it, it's it's like a very different game because you you kind of walking in and. What I didn't realise before was if you go in, he's got all like um, magazines out and all those on the side, but you're kind of walking over to him and like ducking your head around and having a look and it's just like, oh, wow, I've never noticed that before. Right. Hmm. Um, so if you're a fan of the Borderlands universe and you do have a PSVR, I'd highly recommend it, uh, but it is a bit of a steep learning curve for your stomach. Yeah, I can imagine it, but I mean... I guess it does feel like an experience and a half just seeing all these things like in your face because I th- I think that's the thing I think with like Borderlands has a, such a distinct art style that it could translate to anything. Yeah, yeah. And then seeing it in something like this, I I mean that's the thing that I know the PSVR is not the best VR on the market, but something like that wouldn't be affected too much by it if you know what I mean. Yeah, I mean. Graphically, it looks like a 360. Um, so it, it's not, it's quite a contrast now going from the new shiny Borderlands 2 with the 4K HDRs and all the rest of it, and then essentially going back to 360 style graphics, if that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, just to get it to run smooth. But it, it runs smooth, runs perfectly smooth. I've had a lot on the screen and it's worked. Hmm. There you go. Um, but yeah, yeah, very good, very good. And if it's still at 25 quid and you've got a VR headset, I. And you like the Borderlands universe, get in there, especially with all the DLC coming for free. So that's the thing, because it sounds like you're just going to be living in a Borderlands world forever. What's wrong with that? (laughs) (laughs) I'm not saying there is, but I'm willing to bet that you'll finish the first one plus all DLC, two again plus all DLC, probably in VR as well. Up, oh yeah, pre sequel leading up to three, probably. And it comes out September, so it does. but so you and I, uh, after we finish recording, we're going to have a go and play on Borderlands One. Yeah. So I thought, you know what? I, I'm not going to jump into Borderlands One. Um, I've had a flick around. I've uh, I've had a look, see what it's like. Um, so I went off to play another game, Terry. Oh my God! You've been cheating I, on Borderlands. I have with Lara. <laughs> oh, okay. No, that's fine. Um, so Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Um, it's uh, to be fair, it's more of the same. If if you like the other two games, um, this is just more of the same. Uh, but that's not in a bad way because uh, I like the other two, and I'm glad that they've kept it more of the same. Mm. Um, they've added a few a few little tweaks in there, uh, so she can cover herself in mud and and do stealthy stuff. All right. Um, but she she can kind of hide against walls and do stealth takedowns and stuff. Mm. And it's just like, oh, that's pretty cool. Uh, but I have to say, um, it's possibly one of the prettiest games I've ever seen. Is that enhanced by the TV? Um, no. So it looks stunning before. Uh, well, yes, with with the OLED, it's, yeah. it's very, very special. <laughs> um, but even without it, it did look good. Nice. Um, but the, it, it it's jaw-droppingly gorgeous. Some of the areas that you go into is just stunning, Terry. Absolutely fucking stunning. And to be honest with you, when I played um, Rise of the Tomb Raider, um, mm. and you you just like in the snowy mountains and stuff like that, I'm like, wow, this yeah, yeah. looks awesome. And I don't think I didn't even have the 4K at that point. Yeah. Um, but knowing that Shadow is on Games Pass, yeah, indeed, it's one of those where I'm tempted to just probably give it a download and, and just power through it because uh, since the reboot of tomb raider i i've 
I used to really like the original ones, but since they've rebooted it, it's it's just become somewhere else entirely. Yeah. Um, so I'm looking forward to playing Shadow, and I'm surprised it's taken this long to uh, to get round, but I will play it eventually. Uh, yeah, but uh, amazing, amazing experience. It's it's fairly simple. Mm. Um, um, the puzzles aren't really that hard. Um, and it's it's just so pretty, Terry. So pretty. I, I got to this little town, uh, and it's in the middle of. It is like in this hidden valley, and you walk in, you just kind of look around, and you just got all this greenery in front of you, and these blue skies, and then you've got these waterfalls and stuff. I was just like. Wow, <laughs> I must so, have spent about half an hour in photo mode. Just, just taking there snaps. you go. <laughs> yeah, because that's the thing. I mean, it, it. I do like the fact that they integrate that photo mode mm. into more games because it's like, no, we, we're that confident it looks that pretty that we want you to get in real close uh, to everything and take as many pictures as possible. But yeah, uh, but yeah, I mean, are you fine to it. Um, so my save, is, so I don't know, I don't know how the percentage is working. I don't know if that's based on, uh, 100% in the game or just story, but I'm on about 26%. Oh, that's not too bad. No, no. Um, the story seems to be on its way. It, it's quite a linear story. It's, here's, here's a map of things and we need to go past this and do this and go past this. So... As far as that map was concerned, I'm about halfway through it. Um, so I don't know if things then continue after that. Right. Um, but yeah, it, it's it's such a pretty game, Terry. Such a pretty game. Mm, I will um, I will have to give that a download. Yeah. Uh, and and just one last thing. Uh, uh, I chased around the other night when we went back to Skyforce Reload. Of course you did. Of course you did, Darren. That is the per- <laughs> it, It's just a perfect co-op game. Um, oh yeah, that has caught, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, Skyforce Reloaded is a good game. It's a, it's a bullet hell, um, and I really enjoy it. But w- whenever Jace comes around for a run, well, we'll sit down and we'll play it because whatever power ups I've already got, uh, Jace then gets those. Mm. So it's same amount of enemies and everything, but you can just kind of cream through a level. Right. Okay. Um, but even with both of us, like super like leveled up and massively overpowered some of these bosses that you're taking out it's just some of the patterns are ridiculous mm. but yeah a uh, great deal of fun uh we we i think we unlocked level 12 of 13 fucking hell right okay um so yeah yeah so you can good stuff you can play through the same levels like three million times to try and save all the people and not take any damage yeah, yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. and and then you've got uh, you've got three different difficulties for each level as well um, but it's good. It's good. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. Scarfoss, <laughs> indeedy. Um, so that's it. That's what we've been playing. Yeah, Terry. Let's discuss what we've watched. Checkpoint. So Terry, you Hi. you you were on a mission to uh, get through Rick and Morty. I was. I've now oh. finished Rick and Morty. Brilliant, isn't it? What a fantastic show. <laughs> it's it's one of those where I already thought the show was good, um, yeah. but it was one of those where I took a break from it and then was just in the mood to watch. I can't remember if it was something we mentioned in the last episode, sure, um, yeah. it, but it was one of those where I like really have to go back to it. Um, and then I had like a handful of episodes left, and I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to power through this, and mm. I'm so glad I did. 
because uh, it was one of those where after watching it, I immediately just wanted to go back to the first episode again and just continue watching it from the beginning. Um, Season three has got some absolute gems in it. There's some really good shit in there. Uh, some really good stuff. Um, I mean, there's the Pickle Rick episode, but I think yeah, yeah. I think for everyone that watches Rick and Marty, that's probably the episode to go to. Mm. Uh, to that everyone references is the Pickle Rick stuff, but uh, just some fantastic stuff. I mean, the fact that he turned himself into a pickle just to get out of like family therapy. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> with a suspicious needle hanging above him that would transform him back. Yeah, uh, on a timer. On yeah. a t- <laughs> <laughs> and then just for him to like, uh, for a cat to come round, knock him into the sewer, and then for him to rip rats apart, to then build himself like an exoskeleton type thing, yep. and then there's like an embassy involved, and then he manages to kill everyone in it. Yeah, yeah. for reasons using a battery powered laser. Yep, that cuts people to, in half, and then at the end of the episode, he finally finally manages to make it to group therapy. Yeah, yeah. So that was a thing. <laughs> All the while, he's a pickle. <laughs> a brilliant episode. But yeah, I I have been in binge mode. Mm. Um, like I say, that for reasons I've just not been, my head's just not been in playing games. So I've just wanted to watch stuff. So yeah. I've finished Rick and Morty, and then uh, the one of the other ones that you were talking about was uh, Genlock. Genlock, yeah. Um, which uh, is a Rooster Teeth show, um, and it's one of those where I thought, fuck it, I'll, I'll give it a watch. Uh, the first episode's free to watch on YouTube on yeah, their yeah. channel. So I thought, right, okay, and you and me had been talking about it, so I watched it, and then I was like, holy fuck, this is like Power Rangers meets, like, Power Rangers, yeah. but with robots. Yeah. For reasons. Um, it's kind of, there was aspects of it that reminded me of, like, Avatar, Absolutely, in the sense yeah, that, yeah. you know, they bring their consciousness into it, uh, into the robots and that sort of stuff, um, and watched all of it in the same day. Yeah. I was just like, yep, yep. I I have to do this. Like, what the fuck happens next? Um, Super satisfying. It really is. Um, It was one of those where, because you've been watching this as well, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think I got to episode six by um, when we last recorded. So Mm -hmm. I've now finished it. Yeah, Uh, because it was one of those where I'm not going to lie to like the art style because it's it's like CG. Yeah. Um, It took me a while to get into it, but once I was in it. I was like, okay, yeah. yeah, I'm used to this now. Okay, it's cool. Um, what a brilliant show. Um, I hope there's a season two. Yeah, so of do it. I. Um, I I think it concluded in a good way, but I I, I hope there's more. Yeah. Uh, because I really want to see more of that world. I think the world building was just really good. Yeah. Uh, the characters, the the interactions between them, that's so good. Voice acting stellar. Um. I know that you said before, like there was some, like you had David Tennant, Michael B. Jordan, um, last out of Game of Thrones, Maisie Williams, yeah, yeah, um, and that sort of stuff. But it's just like they were normally when you get actors doing like voice roles and that sort of stuff, it doesn't sound great because they're actors, they're not voice actors. Mm. That makes any sense. Anytime there's been a video game that has like a celebrity voice acting, it always sounds really forced. Yeah, um, but this was this was awesome. Love, yeah. love, love, love uh, Genlock, but uh, but yeah, if people want to watch it, there's um, Rooster Teeth, I believe, have got like a free week. You sure, can just yeah, binge yeah. through it all on there. So, um, so yeah, I I managed to utilize that in a day. 
<laughs> so that was a thing. Um, and then, Darren, mm. season three of Travelers. Okay. Uh, I have watched all of it. Right. I felt like really sad towards the end of it. Mm. Um, but what a show. What a show. Because I, I had not started watching season three. Yeah, and I sure. just thought I'm, I, it just happened to pop up and I'm just like, right, okay, let's let's do this. Um, yeah, what a brilliant show. Um, it, it, without getting into specifics, mm. it felt like it concluded in a good way because by the sounds of it, that is it now. Right, okay. Um, but I was happy with the way it ended. Yeah. Um, it, it, it was it was I thought it was a good ending. It, yeah, they ended it in a way that they could have either uh, rebooted it or just just called it. Yeah, cuz the 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 guy that plays the actor that plays the main dude in it. Yeah. Um I can't remember his name, but it's it's one of those where I afterwards I'm like there's got to be a season 4, right? This got this what the fuck. Uh, and it was one of those where I looked and uh I think it was like a couple of months ago he made a Twitter post that announced that was it. Right. Um, okay. So it was it for them, but you know, cause they said it was um, without getting into it specifically, like their story had concluded. Yeah. Sure. It's like, right. Okay. I can see that. So I, I kind of expected that it, it could be rebooted, like you said, but as far as the like originals are concerned, that's it now. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. but yeah, travelers. Awesome. 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 Um, Netflix, uh, kill it with the with the original content mm. so happy with some of the stuff that they've done obviously strange things um i tell you that's coming back is it, it like july 4th huh. we'll be watching it uh the same day it comes out um a couple other things uh the eric andre show now this is something i spoke about quite a while ago now um but it popped up on a recommended on youtube Okay. I'm like, God damn, this this show is this show is awesome. It's so funny. So so funny. Um I think they're about fifteen, twenty minute episodes long. Right. So that it's it's an interview, kind of late night like interview show, but there's skits in it as well. Okay. But I, it's one of those where the it's just really awkward humour and really silly stuff goes on throughout and the interviews are like made to like be super fucking awkward. Like the celebrities just really don't know what they're getting into, and it just makes them. You can see how uncomfortable they are. Um, like watching something behind the scenes, and it basically said that the interviews the celebrities for about an hour and a half, and then find like a four minute, five minute chunk, uh, like where it's really fucking awkward. Um, you know, and make him feel really uncomfortable. But it's it's such a fascinating, fascinating show. For someone that's supposed to be like this little comedy interview thing, it's so clever. Um, there's some really stupid shit in that. Okay. So I've been watching uh, watching clips and that sort of stuff over the weekend. Watch the WWE Hall of Fame. I'm back on my bullshit again mm-hmm. um, since January um, because WrestleMania, uh, as we record this, is tonight. So... Uh, this is what I always lead up to and then cancel my subscription until next year. Um, but yeah, Hall of Fame, uh, there were people inducted. Um, uh, Bret Hart uh, was inducted and uh, some guy out of the audience straight up tackled him. Uh, like Actually, like a, like a dude ran in uh, from the stands and just fucking straight tackled him. 
while he was giving his speech, okay, uh, which wasn't planned at all. So like a, a random fan just got in and and uh, uh, you just had a lot of, lot of wrestlers just beating the shit out of the guy, which was nice. interesting. <laughs> uh, this wasn't actually shown on TV. As soon as you saw the guy tackle Bret Hart, it cut to black, and then right. there was a lot of like, let's focus on the audience, let's let's focus away from all this. Um, so you had an audience full of people just chanting "fuck him up." And uh, watching camera footage of, that people had recorded, they fucked him up. You could just nice. see one guy just beat the living fuck out of him. They planted at least four shots on him. Um, and then there was a mugshot that came out and his, his face was just fucked. Um, so that will teach you to tackle a wrestler in the middle of a room full of wrestlers. Um, which wasn't the smartest idea in the world, but there you go. Um, and then one more thing, Darren, which I think... I think maybe you might be interested in, but I'm not too sure. Um, the case against Adnan Syed. Yeah, so, I mean, we spoke uh, a while back um, about the podcast serial. Yeah. And I think Kev posted this on one of the social medias um, about a week back. Mm-hmm. So there was a four-parter out. Yes. Um, have you watched it now? I, um, I've i only watched two episodes. Okay. Um, so I... So, without spoiling it for anyone that doesn't know about the serial stuff, uh, long story short, um, dude was accused of killing his his high school sweetheart, his girlfriend, um, and he's been in prison for God knows how long. Serial came round and kind of highlighted this case, and then all of a sudden this press interest was just on it um and yeah, yeah. obviously because of that this this four part has uh, has come out now but uh but the like kind of talking to you directly like the first episode kind of goes over what we already have heard okay um the second episode is trying to it felt like it was trying to weave a narrative and kind of put it on someone else that we heard about in the podcast. Sure, okay. Um, so, I, like I say, I've not watched the two episodes, so I don't know whether they delve further into that. Uh, but they, they seem to go a bit more, like, greater detail. There, there are a couple new people in this documentary that didn't pop up in the podcast. Okay. Uh, they elaborate on some more stuff that was in the podcast, uh, but obviously because... You know, they can show you the evidence and they can show you this, that, and the other. You yeah. get more out of it than what you did out of the podcast. Um, so based on based on the pacing and then based on the fact that you're halfway through, do you think you're going to be left with blue balls at the end of this? Um, I don't think that there's going to be a satisfying conclusion to this purely right, because okay. he's still in prison. So sure. okay. it, it's not like, right, okay, he's out of prison. This is what's really happened. Sure. Um okay. <sighs> Like I say, it's like um, you know some of the people that that were in the podcast, like they they kind of highlighted some people there at the forefront of this mm. um, this documentary. Now, this feels like uh, because in the documentary they've hired two private investigators to research everything, right? And okay. They're pulling out new doc, uh, they're pulling out new evidence and that sort of stuff as well, okay. or like highlighting some stuff. But uh, I think to flesh out the story you already know, it's a good piece to go with that. Right, that makes okay. any sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, but whether it comes to a decent conclusion of where it's like, okay, and now there's a new trial being set, I don't know. I've I've not right, seen the end, okay. and it's one of those where yeah, I could look it up, but I don't want to. I I, I kind of want to follow 
where it's leading me sort of thing. Yeah. Um, I will have it finished, obviously, by the next episode because I, I really want to know what's going on. But, uh, but yeah, it's on um, Sky Atlantic. It, it is, yeah. So if you've got an LTV sub, you can watch it there. Yeah. Yeah, um, so. yeah I showed it Christina about 10 o'clock last night. I says, oh, yeah, I forgot to, forgot to show you this. Uh, we'll watch this tomorrow at some point. She went, why are you showing me this now? Do you think we can get all four episodes in? I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so it, it's it's one of them. I I, I know you hate blue balls, uh, like mm. with making a murder and that sort of stuff, but you might like this. This is what I mean. You might like this. Okay. Maybe. Um, I've enjoyed it uh, because I like to listen to that particular series of serial. Obviously, it's not a very fun topic, yeah, yeah. but it was a fascinating um you know, incident that happened and, and, and case and I think is this it you know, gives you more is is pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But yeah, so it's it's mainly been T V that I've been watching, um and no no films other than the challenge section. Cool. Okay. Um let's have a look. Uh so Genlock finished that, we've discussed that. Um Alan Partridge, Terry. Okay. Alan Partridge. He, Alan he's Partridge. got a new show at the moment. Um it's called This Time. Okay. He starts off as a backup host um, on like a daytime TV show. And and it's kind of following that, uh, but in a very similar vein to all the other Alan Partridge's. Uh, to be fair, it started off and it took me two episodes to get into it. Mm. It, it, it just didn't feel... So uh, personally, the, 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 the stuff that he did where he was outside of like the radio station... Uh, did did you see the one where it was in like the holding or travel lodge or wherever it was? It sounds familiar. Um, I thought that was genius because it was just him off screen, off off mic, if you know what I mean. Mm. Where with this, he's always in front of the camera, so he's always trying to be professional. Uh, but after about two episodes, you do get some more backgroundy stuff, and I thought it was okay. Uh, there, there was it. It definitely went for that cringe TV. Yeah. And the thing is, Steve Coogan's so good at these little quips that it's one of those things that if you watch a couple of times i'm sure you'll get a lot more out of it right okay but yeah it's it's okay i mean it was only six episodes i think it was an iplayer but that's done now and it was okay it was okay terry you, you just want like full-on like steve coogan yeah silliness don't you you, you yeah. just you just want old alan partridge back yeah, yeah. Um, and again, it was okay. Maybe this goes somewhere. Maybe it doesn't. I don't know. But it is another chapter in the Alan Partridge saga. Yeah. Uh, which was okay. Um, I was then uh, a, a lad I work with. He says, uh, have you watched Have you watched White Gold? I'm like, no. He says, have a look. He <laughs> says, do, do you like the Inbetweeners? I says, yeah, I like Inbetweeners. He says, right, well, it's done by the same guy. He says, imagine the Inbetweeners uh, in the 80s as uh, Double Glazing Salesman. I'm like, right, that sounds a bit <laughs> weird. Um, and essentially it's that. It's uh, it's a very, I'd, I, I don't know what rating it is, but I'd say maybe 15 or 20. Uh, 15 or 20. Uh, 15 or 18. <laughs> okay. Because uh, there's a lot of swearing, a lot of sex references, a lot of drug references and that kind of thing. Hell yeah. Um, and essentially you've got two of the guys out there in between us um, as Double Glazing Salesman and they work with their uh team lead should we say who's just this suave smarmy do anything to get double glazing in to somebody's house mm. and it's just kind of almost like a fly on the wall um mockumentary I, I, I don't know it's just it's just fun the characters are fun um and there's just a lot going on 
it's it's genuinely good. Um, so I've watched uh, so season one's on Netflix. Season two is currently on iPlayer. Right. Okay. And it's it's genuinely good. I mean, I I binged through t- the two seasons or two series, um, and the, there were feels and all kinds of things in there. So even though it was a, a comedy, there, there was enough of a, a, an underlying story going on to think, oh shit, feels in a comedy. I know. It's good. It's good. And again, all eighties references. They do the eighties very, very well. Mm. So all the eighties, you say? Eighties, Terry. Eighties, you say? But yeah, no, it's good. It's good. Um, I mean, you've got the two guys out in between, as essentially playing the same role that they play in everything. Uh, just yeah, it, it's good. It's, it's a good, good to watch. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, very funny. Uh, so I can highly recommend that. Uh, Netflix-wise, we're towards the end of season two of the uh, the OA. So the OA, it's um, so season one was interesting. Okay. Um, you essentially had, I think you get this if you watch the trailer. Um, that there's there's a lady, um, yep. a young woman. She comes back home after being missing for X amount of years. Um, and when she went away, she was blind. And when she came back, she had a vision. And her parents like, uh, we thought you were dead, etc., etc. And then she then retells the story of where she's been for the last X amount of years. Okay, yeah. Um, so it's quite interesting, quite intriguing. And it ends with a major cliffhanger. Right, okay. Um, but the thing is, as she's telling this story, you're just like... She making this up? Is this in her head? It, it, it's one of those things through the entire season one. Season two elaborates and answers all your questions. Right. Okay. Uh, but season two is, uh, if season one was, let's say six or seven, um, season two so far is an eight or nine. Oh wow! Right. Okay. So they uh, found the footing with it then. The, yeah, they found the footing, and now they're fleshing out the story. They, they, they're kind of getting rid of some of the intrigue and just like, right, this is actually what happened. And are you happy with what the very story? Very much so. Yeah. Right. Okay. It, it's very very interesting. Okay. Um, but it, I could say that it's like something that you like. Okay. Um, but that would be kind of. Sp- Spoiling the story, um, so I can't. Oh, okay. unfo- I unfortunately can't <laughs> tell you. Um, okay. Because you, yeah. If I mention the TV show that it's like, you'll be like, ah, oh, when's that gonna happen then? And and you'll just spoil the entire season one. Fuck right, okay. Um, but yeah, I I think you would you would get a lot out of it. I'll hmm. put it that way. I tried to watch it. Uh, maybe I was just not in the right mindset to watch it at the time. Hmm. I think I watched the first couple episodes uh, yeah. of the first season. Um, well, it, it's only I 10 need to episodes. Go back to it. Yeah. Um, I'd suggest getting through it um, just for season two because season two is brilliant. Okay. Um, let's see, film wise, uh, watched two. Um, I've watched The Aquaman. Oh, shit. Okay. Um, Thoughts? Out of all the DC ones, I'm I'm liking it. It was it was yeah yeah. It was just shiny and pretty and looked nice. Um, extremely CG heavy. Um, fairly weak plot, but uh, an actual visual masterpiece to look at. I'm gonna say tonally, does this feel like 
maybe DC are finding their footing as well? Possibly, yeah. It, it's a lot lighter. Okay. Um, yeah. Um, uh, to be fair, the, the events that happen in it could have gone anywhere in the story. So I think this could have easily been before um, Justice League. Right. Okay. Just to flesh out him. Sure. But yeah, I enjoyed it. Um, it, it did some kind of crowbarry stuff. So we, we we got his nemesis in there, which was uh, Mantis. Um, oh and, yeah. And, and the way they kind of crowbarred that in was a bit like, mm. but it, it was done. It was done okay. Sure. Um, but yeah, it, it, it's okay. It's a take your brain out and watch film. Uh, don't expect anything too deep. And if you want like a visual masterpiece, then that's what you get. Well, because that's the thing. I mean, it's. It... From all accounts, Shazam's supposed to be like, okay, yeah, the DCF really kind of found the way now. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, so Shazam it's... feels more Deadpool. Yeah, it does. Um, but I'm glad to see that they're finding the way with it now. Yeah, yeah. So that that should be good. I've, I actually got, um, when iTunes were having that big sale, mm. uh, I actually picked up uh, Wonder Woman. Mm, okay. Uh, I've still got to watch that. I've actually still got to watch Justice League, but just didn't have it in me to watch it. Mm, okay. I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, it's good to know that the DC films are, are, are starting to kind of course correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, uh, and then just the, uh, the, the last one, uh, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Oh, Darren. I really enjoyed this. Um, what a film. Yeah, so... A while back, I I watched there was a cartoon series, um, I think Amazing Spider-Man, Ultimate Spider-Man, which had a very similar story arc to this. So I was familiar with what was going to happen, um, mm-hmm. but this did it in a slightly different way. Um, I enjoyed it. I, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was very well done. Um, I, I know when you spoke about it, when you'd been in the cinema to see it, um, of how the, uh, for want of a better word, the, the frame skipping. Um, yeah. And it took me took maybe five minutes to get into it. Um, but once I did, I was perfectly fine with it. And it flowed really well. And it, it just worked. Uh, my only criticism, and I think I mentioned this to you, was um, the guy who did Peter Parker's voice. Yeah. Although Peter Parker in this is still in his young 20s, um, a, an alternate version of Peter Parker sounded like he was in his 50s. And it just didn't quite fit. So I think... Um, I was listening to something the other day, and I think they actually mentioned that Peter B. Parker, mm. the the older sounding one, was supposed to be in his mid thirties. Ah, okay. Uh, which is why he's kind of a seasoned kind of he's a bit run down by everything. So I think he's supposed to be in his like mid thirties. Right. Okay. Which is uh, kind of excuses the sounding older. Yeah, yeah, okay. If that is the case, I it's I've I've not watched it since I I went to see it at the cinema, so I, I can't honestly remember. But uh, if that is the case, then that does kind of fit. Right. Okay. Cool. A bit better, sir. So. Uh, but apart from that, yeah, really enjoyed it. Um, it's only what, an hour and a half long, um, and just flowed really well. Um, Visually, it's gorgeous. Yeah, 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 really was. But I think that was the thing with uh, what I was trying to get out early with uh, Genlock. Because sure, that's yeah. very similar in the yeah, sense yeah. that the frame skipping that sort of stuff, but uh, but yeah, very good. I love love Spider Man to the Spider Verse. So Terry, I challenge you to go and watch the film Seven. You did after watching Hannibal, uh, Silence of the Lambs. Did you think it was totally similar? Oh, Darren, they don't make films like this anymore. They don't, do they? 
they don't make they don't make films like this anymore. Um, now again, is this one I thought maybe it's because I'm I'm watching so many similar things. Mm. It could have been because I watched Twelve Monkeys. I'm thinking, have I seen this? <laughs> and it was one, <laughs> yeah, it was yeah. one of those where I'm just like watching it through. But fuck me, this is a this is what an amazing film. Really is. Yeah, it's it's like one of those where I'm thinking, just the visual, the the tone of the film, uh, it's shot so well. The twists um, and the turns. The twists and the turns, and just a lot goes on in it, but it spreads it so well over like a couple of hours. Yeah. I think Brad Pitt and Morgan Freeman work well together. Yeah, yeah. Um, their characters and and kind of the evolution of their characters working together is just so good. Yeah. Um. But just the actual story that it tells about uh, a guy that's doing serial killery type shit mm. um, around the seven deadly sins, and uh, and then uh, spoiler alert, Darren mm-hmm. turns out to be Kevin Spacey. And it's like, but he wasn't in the billing at the beginning of the film. Like, where mm. the fuck did he come from? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> um, and then stuff happens, and then what's in the box? It was it was her head, mm-hmm. and uh, she was pregnant, and he didn't know that, so he shot him numerous times. Yep. But I, I also like the fact that he was he was one of the seven deadly sins, and that's how he was gonna die. Yeah, like yeah. he'd planned it all the way up to that, and uh, yeah, I, some of the I mean, it, some of it was like gruesome. I mean, the the dude that was like starved. Sure. Yeah. And he was alive, and it was just like, what the fuck is going on? Um. Yeah, what what a brilliant film! It was one of those where it's like I could I could sit and like that's one I want as a part of a collection. Sure, yeah. Uh, because that is it, it was such a good film, such a good film. Um, but I could sit down and happily watch that over and over. I mean, that came out was it ninety five, I think. Uh, yeah, mid nineties. Um, but it's because it felt so gritty. It felt, you know, that. Everything these days feels so clean, and I don't like that. I like that old school, like dirty, gritty feel to the films, and yeah. this had it in droves. But uh, yeah, what a brilliant film! Oh, excellent. Now the next film, uh, a little bit weird. Um, I've okay. not actually seen this film. Huh. However, I've had it recommended to me a lot, and I think it's on one of the streaming services. Okay. So I thought, you know what? Let's bang this on the list. It gives me an opportunity to watch it as well. Sure. So the next film, Terry. Is being John Malkovich. Being John Malkovich. Okay. Um, what I think this is about is uh, so there was um, there was an Eddie Murphy film um, which did something similar. Mm. In, in fact, think think the Pixar film Inside Out. Okay. I think it's that, but with Ooh, John right. Malkovich. Okay. I think. Okay. <laughs> um, I, I may be totally wrong here, but we'll, we're both going to find out together. Sure. Okay. So your next film is Being John Malkovich. Yes. So Terry, let's discuss what we've read with our ears. Yeah. Check. Point. Um, nothing, nothing I see. Nothing. <laughs> yeah. Same old, same old. Um, it has been... Um, when I've been sat in the office and I've been by myself or with other people who don't like the radio turned on. 
which I think, what the fuck? It's right, okay, I'll just bang some headphones in and I will listen to my podcasts. I will listen to music. Um, and I will, I will persevere. Um, yeah, it's it's been more of the same, more podcasts, more music. Um, and yeah, one, one thing I have uh, discovered recently, um, and it sounds very silly, but to try and help me sleep, Mm. Um, like I've been going through like uh, stuff on Spotify, that sort of stuff, and uh, for some reason it came up on my recommended. Um, it was like a live channel on YouTube. It was called was it Lo-Fi Hip Hop? Okay. Uh, and I'm just like, okay, I'll give it a listen, and that actually worked, and it's pretty good. Okay. Uh, and there is a playlist on Spotify for it as well, but it was just this thing just streams twenty four seven, and it's just like. They're only short, like maybe minute and a half, two minute, like little music, you know, mm. like pieces. Yeah. Um, but strung together like that, it's actually quite relaxing. Okay. Uh, so I've been listening to that quite often uh, to help me try and get to sleep. But other than that, at work, it's been podcasts because I've just needed the levity yeah. uh, to get through the day. So, <laughs> so it's been one of those. But uh, what about yourself? Um, similar. Um, so I, I, I've been doing fair amount of music and uh, a lot of podcasts um i've 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 got another couple hours into the dresden book uh, the the white knight which mm. again is is going in the direction that i expected it to go but it's just fleshing out the the dresden universe which is great um yeah. but unfortunately the, the work i'm doing with it at the moment i'm spending most of the days on calls with uh, one of my colleagues over in monaco uh, so right. it doesn't give me a lot of time to switch off um, but yeah, just just general podcast and a little bit, of, a little bit of the old audiobook. Yeah, that's cool. So Terry, hi. It's time for the reading corner. Holy shit! So Terry, you challenged us to go on and read Robocop the versus Terminator. Yeah. Um. Surprisingly vibrant for something which I thought was going to be very dark. For something that you think is going to be like a dystopian, yeah, dark cyber future. Um, so uh, I kind of like the twist. The, the in it's like ah ah, there was a man that merged with machine, and because of him, Skynet. Yeah, but then you got Robocop, which is part man, part machine. Yeah. All cop. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, it, it was it was okay. Um visually um now I read which one did I read now? So it was originally done was it 90s? Mm, yeah. Um but then there was um a re-inked version from 2000, I want to say 14 or 4. Yeah, that sounds familiar. Um and that's the one I went for and yeah, I, I I I didn't mind it. It was all right. It was very Robocop. It was very Terminator. Um, but I, it it was just so vibrant, and I did not yeah. expect that at all. <laughs> I, I don't think it's a bad thing. No, 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 no. But but uh, again, I just thought you know, with Terminator being like uh, gun metal grey and Robocop gun metal grey, I just thought this was going to be very black um, and grey. <laughs> yeah, I thought they could have done this in black and white. Yeah, and it would have worked. Um, but no, there, there was just colours everywhere. Um, but yeah, I enjoyed it. Like you say, it's 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 got the right amount of Robocop and Terminator in it. Visually, mm. looked really nice. Yeah, the story yeah. was good. Little, yeah. like I say, a little bit twisty turny. 
Mm. It's with Robocop and Terminator, which are two of my favourite franchises ever. Yeah, and uh, I can't remember... Oh, yeah, yeah, the, the... So the ending was a little bit weird. <laughs> uh, was it the last frame or the second last frame where it's like, he's gone back in time, but does he know whether he's gone too far? And then the next thing you see is a T-Rex. <laughs> Hell yeah! <laughs> and it's like, such a oh. 90s thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> How can we make this comic book more interesting? Dinosaurs? For reasons. Um, But yeah, what a weird twist, but what a great book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I do do love me some... uh, I I thought the... Because I think we read Robocop one a while ago that was a direct sequel to the first film. mm, That's right. Uh, And I thought that was awesome. I've really enjoyed like the Robocop... um, graphic novels and that sort of stuff because this was wrote by frank miller yeah yeah who did this or did write robocop 2 yeah um but his draft of the script never got used but he was into okay um and then i think he did the screenplay for three okay which is why it went a bit more batshit um, but yeah, it was one of those where I think some of that stuff was used. Okay. In this, I could have my timeline skewed, but I I seem to remember some of these ideas came into one of these comic books. Right. Oh okay. no, they did his own. They did his own RoboCop comic book, so maybe that's something to look at later on down the line. Okay. Because the the that comic book was based off of his script for to, uh, for RoboCop two. Yeah, yeah. That went a bit fucking sideways, but uh, but yeah. Cute comic books, Darren. But mm. the next one. Hmm. Now, as I was looking through Netflix, I'm thinking to myself, God, there's a lot of stuff I've not watched that, is, that looks really cool. Mm. And and stuff you've mentioned as well. Mm. Now, I believe one of these is getting a second series soon. Uh, we are going to read The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. Excellent. I started on season two yesterday. So I've watched oh, so it's episode. already started. <laughs> yeah. uh, I wasn't so sure uh, with it or, you know, when it was. It was just one of those that... They have like their little slides with Netflix originals, yeah, yeah, and it yeah. just happened to pop up on there. But, uh, but yeah, so I need to watch the show. But uh, I thought, you know what, we should probably read the comic book as well. Yeah, and the comic book is currently on um, Amazon Prime Read, so they're there for free. It is indeed, and mm. um, we can't complain at the price of free, can we, Darren? Not. <laughs> so the next one is going to be Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. Excellent. And that was the reading corner. Right, well, that's it for this show. Um, uh, tune in for the next one when I'll give you a brief summary of the fact pain. that I didn't die go bit, <laughs> going up and over a mountain. It's sheer pain! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, to be fair, there'll be the other Level Up Running podcast, uh, which Jason and I will go through, um, which is getting quite a good reception, actually. Yeah. Um, because it, it because it's such a niche audience, mm. um, it, it, it's going down well. It's going down well. That's good. I mean, I'm, I'm glad you guys are, you know, are doing your own thing and, and, and focusing on the running stuff. It doesn't mean it has to stop here, but at, at least... Uh, yeah, You've yeah. got one that you can focus on that sort of stuff as well, which is cool. Yeah, because they're they're about twenty five thirty minutes, and because uh, we did the we did the other event, 
Uh, and we went through that in great detail. Uh, so e- e- even stuff like the distance from the car park to the event and this, that and the other and what facilities right. were there. And, you know, just give people an, an overview of what was there. Es- essentially reviewing the event. And I think it's handy. You know, mm. it, it, it's handy for people who, like, I know that's how you set it up. And, you know, like I said, just having it so people who are new to this are maybe a bit apprehensive. Mm. You're just giving a comprehensive breakdown of this is what it is. Yeah, indeed. Um, but yeah, it's all it's all good. But anyway, if, if you want to speak to us about this stuff, <laughs> it's uh, emails podcast at checkpointdone.com. Uh, Twitter, Facebook, the website, YouTube, uh, Checkpoint Done. Um, personal Twitters, I'm at D5120 and Terry is at Foxhounder01. Yeah. So until the next show, goodbye. Bye.